Well, hello and welcome to Local Matters. We're talking about education matters today, and our special guest is Alma Anderson, the principal at Avery Trace Middle School. Alma, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bob. I'm tickled to death to be here. Well, it's great to to be together and to to talk about a, a great school. Some of the folks listening may not know your background, may not know you, so Tell us a little bit about that background. Well, I'm I'm an Army brat. My uh, dad was in the military, and as a matter of fact, the little fact, really a big fact everybody knows about me, I was born in Alaska before it was a state. Whoa. <laughs> so uh, we were stationed in Anchorage, Alaska, and I was born there. I lived in Germany. I lived in Guam. I lived in Louisiana. I lived in St. Louis. And so when I came to Tennessee Tech, low these many years ago, I kind of took root. And um, so <clears throat> I've been here at Avery, Tra- uh, at Avery Trace at Cookville since I came to Tech in 1973. Wow. Wow, you but you were a world traveler. Before, I was, before yes, that. yes. And then go Eagles, you you landed and, and right. came home to to tech. Got both of my degrees here. I have a bachelor in arts in history and then a master of arts in curriculum and supervision. And uh, have you have not always been at Avery Trace, right? Actually. I have been because I only spent one year at the Cookville Junior High. How about that? And so when we moved to Avery Trace, I moved there. You moved with? Yes. How about that? Well, yeah, so you've got a real history with that school. Um, Literally. Uh, A real history because (laughs) um, I am now the oldest member there, and um, so it's pretty interesting to go all the way back and know you know, how it was before we uh, really became a middle school, because at first we were a junior high. Yeah. And and it, it deja vu, uh, my office at the university is now in the old junior high building. Yes. So I'm in the building that you were in before you moved uh, moved out here. Well, tell us about Avery Trace. Well, Avery Trace is a five through eight middle school. And we are an MYP school, which is a part of the International Baccalaureate um, system. And the difference between what we do at the middle school and what the high school does is everybody at Avery Trace School is a member of MYP. So you don't sign up for it. You don't have special classes. We just incorporate it with um, everything that we do and align it to the Tennessee state standards. And um, I'm, I'm real passionate about MYP because we work very strongly on the 10 traits of an IB learner. And it's very interesting to me to hear the students speak the language when I ask them, wow, what do you think about what you did? What brought you to my office today? Some of them will say, well, I wasn't very knowledgeable or I wasn't very open minded. <laughs> and um, I love that, though, because it really 
teaches them to ingrain those traits, and and I love that about it. And we've got 754 students that were, yes, but divided between four grades. It's not equally divided, but it's nearly equally divided. Sometimes you'll have a very large class. The eighth grade class that we're sending to the high school was a large class. They had about 230. Don't hold me to that. But there were about 230 in that class. So uh, having this connection to the IB programs uh, is is intriguing to me, certainly with your background, a world traveler kind of background, but it's a phenomenal training program. It is really an eye-opener for students. It is, and one of the things that I really enjoy about it, in the eighth grade, they do a community project, and they we divide it up, um, no more than three students in a group, and they do presentations, and it covers all of these different aspects about being in a community. And we find that the students become very interested because they're taking their academic knowledge and then applying it in a practical way. And they can relate to that in middle school. You, Some people think, oh, you got to be an adult to relate to that. No, middle schoolers can relate, can't right. they? Right. And I think one of the things about middle school is is their level of in, emotional intelligence. Now, I'm a mom and I'm a middle school <laughs> principal and I'm going to say that a lot of times we don't see that, but when you start working with them, they're able to really connect. And um, it's a very positive way to connect. Sometimes their emotional level intelligence goes in the different way that is kind of confounding well, they, parents. You know, middle school's a time when they're feeling their way, and they're going to go different directions yes, at yes. times. Tell us a bit more about these NYP values and sort of what you're preparing them for. Okay, so the very first one is being an inquirer. You know, we encourage that you be an inquirer and knowledgeable thinkers, communicators, principled. That's a very interesting one to try to convey to the students. Open-minded, caring, being a risk taker, you know, being willing to say, well, I'm not real sure I know that algebra answer, but I'm going to give it a try. Balanced and reflective. And the balanced part is trying to remember that even though you're playing sports, you still have to come to school and do school the next day. Or you're doing school, but it's a good idea for you to get out and do something a little extracurricular. extracurricular. Right. So to be more balanced. It's When you think about this, and one of the things I say to students all the time when I'm speaking to them, I guarantee you, if you will live by these 10 traits, you really probably won't ever have a lot of problems it's in life. It's not just middle school. Those right. are life values. Yeah, they really just, are. just life values. And we apply it to the school and, you know, to academics. And it's very interesting when I observe teachers 
to hear the students use that language when they're talking about what they're learning. That's pretty cool. It is. It is. is. Well, um, talk a little bit about this past year. Uh, What are some of the highlights? Well, um, one of the highlights was being able to have real school. Yeah, absolutely. You know, being able to get together to have assemblies and to be able to have our school dances um, and, of course, the concerts, having the band be able to perform, the chorus be able to perform, sports, all of that. And when I think about that, those things were such a pleasure this past year because it was so normal. And um, I think students, parents, everybody seemed to really, truly enjoy that. Um, We did do something special this year that I thought was great. Uh, We did an alumni walk (laughs) at the end of the school year, and the seniors who had come to Avery Trace donned their cap and gowns and came to our school and did a walk through the school and all the students stood outside the class and cheered them on and they've done that in the elementary schools and we we decided to do it that's a neat idea it was neat i was (laughs) i was a little hesitant at first i was like one more thing in the month of may (laughs) i don't know if i can handle it but um mel presley was uh, is my one of the assistant principals and she pulled it off it was beautiful beautiful well that's that's great uh i can imagine those seniors getting that walking experience that that would be a uh, a highlight of their year. Well, we we mentioned briefly uh, we were talking about middle school and your values, but middle school is a it's a special time. It's a challenging time for students sometimes too. So, what are some of the big challenges middle schoolers face? Do you think? Honestly, in 2022, one of the biggest challenges that I face as an administrator of a middle school and dealing with middle school students is the use of the Internet. You know, before we just dealt with the hormones and the (laughs) upset and uh, you would have students say things and do things, but it usually was in person, or they would write a note, and it would be in a note. But now, um, these a lot of these students have access to the Internet, and I find that it is very problematic. Yeah. And And to be honest with you, sometimes they have more know-how about the Internet than their parents. Absolutely. You know, do. and so that's one thing. And then when you talk about going back to the emotional side of it, they're growing, they're not quite they're they're capable of a lot of things but they still are in that process of going from a a small child to an adolescent and just in general it's it's harder than it used to be in my opinion and 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 it's because of the internet it's because they have access to a lot of things that you couldn't find in the encyclopedia yeah, when I was in the eighth grade. Th- those weren't things we thought about. Yes, in, in exactly. Those 
Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk a little more about virtual learning and the uh, the online learning that they they were forced to do these past couple of years. This is Local Matters. We'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to Alma Anderson, the principal at Avery Trace Middle School. And Alma, we were talking about the challenges of 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 being a middle schooler. And I remember some of those challenges, but you you mentioned that there a lot of emotional turbulence going on, a lot of hormones at work. Uh, they're beginning to see adulthood coming at them, and to put away childhood. It's a tough time, isn't it? Yes, it is a tough time. It's an exciting time, too. And it's an exciting time. And one of the things that uh, we found in, in the last two years with students going to virtual learning, uh, that was there were some students who took to it like ducks to water. And there were other students who, quite frankly, it was it was the bane of their existence. And we found that, of course, you know, in 2020, we had no choice. School shut down, and there was nothing we could do but do the virtual learning. And then when we started 2020-21, that year, students were given the opportunity to either be virtual or in person. And when it comes down to it, as as much as I appreciate being able to have that virtual component, when it comes down to it, most people and most adolescents need the human human body there. I agree. You There's know. a learning process that you just don't get through electrons. Yes. You know, and I think our students did really well. Our teachers, oh, my gosh. They were heroes, weren't Our they? Our teachers were heroes and are heroes. Yes. I mean, I constantly will walk around the building when learning's going on and just to get my head out of that, the the administrative part, and I'll just walk around and listen to the wonderful stuff going on in my, my classrooms, our classrooms, and I just love the persistence and and the power of these educators they're wonderful it is a it's a special calling i've always felt that and it certainly is true and boy they've had challenges 
and risen to meet those challenges oh, yeah. in the last couple couple of years. And parents had challenges. Oh, yes. My gosh, we sent stuff home electronically that I, no one had, had learned how to do that stuff. So, exactly. Exactly. Uh, we need to brag on the parents, too. No, for all everybody. They I think yeah. everybody rose to the occasion. Yeah, I agree. Well, tell us about what goes on at Avery Trace in the summer months. All right. So last week, we had professional development for Putnam County. So we, I had a lot of teachers in the building. And along with the teachers in the building, I had the painting crew. I had the floor <laughs> crew. I had all sorts of work people in the building. And so mostly what happens in the summertime at, at Avery Trace Middle School is just maintenance. And we'll have groups come in and use the gym. I'll have folks use our auditorium, use our um, lecture hall, that kind of stuff. But it's we're about it's about to be on the downhill slide. Um, we've almost got all the floors fixed, almost got all the painting done, that kind of but stuff. But there's got to be a time to do that, and there's such a momentum during the year. You can't come in and no. disrupt classes to do no, that. No, you can't. So, so summer is big. the time for R&R, as yes. we called it at Tech. Yes. So that's good. Well, if you look back at this past year, what are the big celebrations that – um, come to mind? Any student successes or teacher successes? Yes, and all the time. I felt like all year long, going back to walking through the building and seeing what was going on, you know, students really working, teachers really working. And I felt like it it was the, just a celebration to be able to be together to be able to gather together and have the students be in the building. And um, so it felt great. We had all of our dances. We had all of our concerts, all of our ball games. It it was just wonderful. Felt like school again. Yes, yes, it did. And that's uh, that's a big change. Well, you mentioned ball games. Let's talk a little bit about athletics uh, and the importance of athletics and other kinds of extracurriculars. Well, first of all, we've got a ton of sports. Um, I used to, before I was the principal, and when I was a vice principal, I was, or an assistant principal, I was the athletic director, which is a huge joke because I have nothing to do with (laughs) athletics. However, one thing I did discover as an athletic director, you just need to be able to organize and you need to be able to keep everything under control and all that. So once I figured out it was just a different group of grouping, I was fine. But we've got football, soccer, boys and girls basketball, tennis, volleyball, swimming, wow, lacrosse, wrestling, 
cheerleading, baseball, softball, golf, and now we have a dance team. Now, that's the athletic part yeah. of our building. And that involves a lot of students that right there. That does. And then we have Beta Club, mm-hmm. Student Council, the Go Green Club, which is a club about um, conservation Environmental and recycling. Kinds of that's Good. that yearbook, of course, newspaper, chorus, and band. And we've got a club called the Pickle Club. I saw that. Is Tell me about the Pickle Club. <laughs> All right. The Pickle Club, you absolutely just have to join. There's no prerequisite, <laughs> and you don't even have to like pickles. It's just a That's group great. of kids That's that great. get together periodically and just enjoy company. And they do some little writing of essays, and um, it's just another way for students to be a part of something. When I saw that on the website, I my first thought is, that's pickleball. And then I thought, no, that's not where it is on the website. It's not. It's a club. It's not a yeah. uh, not a sport. It's just a group of kids. That's that, right. And and it's fun. You know, everybody loves to belong somewhere. Well, the data is pretty clear that a student does better academically, uh, and progresses in in universities progresses to graduation if they're in some kind of extracurricular yes. activity. So that's important that they're in a club, isn't it? Yes, and I tell parents all the time because, you know, they parents get run ragged trying to get their children from here to there and make sure there's food in between, all of that stuff. But the truth of the matter is if your child is doing all of these things and and excel not even excelling but just functioning doing well healthy and happy then you're really never going to have to worry too much about things you don't want them to do other things that could grab right. them yes yeah well it's important and uh, we want to encourage students and parents to get involved in the in the extracurriculars. We're going to take a quick break. This is Local Matters. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to Alma Anderson, and we're talking about the great things going on at Avery Trace Middle School. It's um, uh, It's been a great year. Alma, we, before the break, we were talking about um, student-athletes and, and the extracurricular work they have to do to to qualify to to be a team player and to be a good player, uh, and then all the other students that have opportunities to to get involved in in groups. Also, I'm fascinated by the pickle club. That mm-hmm. just sounds like a, a phenomenal group. And if if they accept uh, grandfathers, I might come join them one day. Well, you might really enjoy that. I should have brought you an official ATMS Pickle Club shirt. <laughs> uh, if I had known, I would have. One thing, um, going back to the extracurricular, whether it be af- you know athletics or anything uh, to do with extracurricular, notebook, beta club, any of that stuff. One of the things that I think is so very important is for students to see their teachers and adults, other than their parents, working in that, working with students. And I find that with all of the students, 
they might not mind disappointing a teacher now and then, but they never ever want to disappoint a coach or that's a one, really good point one of their leaders you know and um we have parents that help a lot with all of these things the pto at avery trace is fabulous they got a brand new sound system for our gymnasium and anytime and every time we need anything, they do what they can to help us. And I really appreciate that. Um, our And I just thought of this, but our field house got painted this year. Maintenance did that for us. And I was really proud of that. And the football uh, booster parents have completely revamped the interior of the field house, which we could never have afforded to do. And I really was very pleased and happy for the football boys, the parents, and the coaches for them to be able to do that. So there's a there's a term that the Highlands Economic Partnership has used a lot when it deals with workforce development and P-12 education, and that term is parental engagement. It's not just Drop your kid off, but get engaged yes. while you're there in something. And one of the things that is hard about engagement with middle school students, that is absolutely when they take a hard look at their parents and go, <laughs> I don't want you with me. Yes. Do not come. Yes. And when parents show up, sometimes you can see the students cringing. And I keep telling parents, hang in there. Hang in there. Keep coming. Do what you did in elementary school. It's okay. They're they're going to still love you, you know. Or they could even get involved in some other part of the extracurriculars yes. that their student is not involved we in. We have parent volunteers that work at the school. We have the PTO. And um, any time I've ever called a parent that I needed something or they've always, I've never been turned down, never. And it's um, obviously you've got to be sensitive as a school administrator to security. And so parents can't just walk in. Correct. You've got to vet the process and make sure that school safety is is paramount. But um, it's just so good. And uh, one of the things I think that uh, we've made a big shift in in education in the last 15 years is we're not telling all middle schoolers that they all have to go to college. They are great careers out there that uh, might eventually involve college, but they might start in other kinds of technical sure. work. And we've got um, a class now that is um, basically a STEM class. It's not labeled as a STEM class, but it's um, – and I've gone completely blank, but it's all about pushing children towards technical yeah. and not pushing. I don't mean that, but, but allowing them to see yeah. how to do that, and that's a great program. Yeah, there's a lot and, of megatronics going on that shows them that, yeah, you can program computers and do robotics, but you also can – Look at all the the welding and look at all the yes. other mechanical things yes. that have to happen in a uh, in a manufacturing environment. Sure. And and it's important for students to realize that when they're in these academic classes that that's just a foundation. 
so that no matter what they want to do later, they can do it. That's right. You know, there's nothing worse than not having those prerequisites and then deciding that you're going to go to school. And then all of a sudden you've got too much to do. And if they go into a a manufacturing plant, they're... First thing they're going to see is they're going to have to do mathematics. Yes. There, there are going to be fundamental things that they're learning right now that they're wa- going to be doing. I walked into the gym today, and there were some children um, practicing, and we weren't doing practice. We weren't breaking any TSSAA laws or anything like that. <laughs> but they were just in there, and um, one of the little girls Uh, looked at me kind of surprised, and I said, you know, I'm here, and I'm doing schoolwork. Even though I've already graduated, I still have to do continuing education. And I was walking around the building because I was tired of the continuing education, you know. I used to uh, be part of a group that would speak in schools, and middle schools and high schools, and I I always told them, I wrote papers every year of my life. I mean, there was no way I didn't have to convince someone with a letter or with something else. Some of these skills are things that are lifelong learning. Lifelong learning, always. Well, let's talk a bit about school safety. Uh, we, We still see incidents all over the United States uh, school safety here in Putnam County, it involves tornadoes and it involves fires and it, it involves shooters. There's a yes. lot of different elements to it, aren't right. there? We have um, at our school in all Putnam County schools, we have a CERT team, which is the safety team. And we meet once a month and we go, we do all of the drills that you're supposed to do, but all of our doors are locked. We have a school resource officer who's on campus always. And in addition to that, we have a wonderful um, camera system. And you can see all of the doors all of the time. In addition to that, our wonderful PTO, I mentioned them earlier and now mentioning them again, we're going to be putting screens um, on the doors so we can see out, but people won't be able to see in. And um, I feel very confident that we've done everything we can do to be safe. For instance, at the end of the day, when I first started working there, when it was 3 o'clock, we were like, open the doors, get out. (laughs) And now we... um, we call. We call the kids out. So the parent pulls up and gives us the child's name or we read the name on the uh, the car and that child doesn't go out of the building until they've been called. And that's so much safer than just opening the doors and letting it be like the Great Flood. It is indeed. And I remember the Great Flood, but it it um, it it's amazing that we've entered a cultural time where we just have to think about things like this. But I think students understand it now. They do. And students will report things. Um, We had somebody wandering around the building, turned out to be a maintenance man, but he didn't have his name tag on. (laughs) And a student 
went and told the teacher. The teacher told the administration. And I went flying over there, and I was like, you don't have your name tag on. and But that's the way we need that's, to be. That's a win. That's yes, right. Yes, that's 100%. The way, way it should be. Well, let's go back and talk just a minute more about uh, the transition from middle school to high school. And you've got a very good focus on that IB program that uh, gives them an opportunity to, to do things that are recognized all over the world. I mean, IB is a truly a recognized program. It's a great experience for them. One of the things about the IB program that that with our eighth graders going into the high school, they are accustomed to being more of a global thinker. And when I when I mean global, I don't necessarily mean around the world. I mean more that they go, well, how's that with math? How's that with, yes. you know, English? And how does all this tie together? Uh, I was talking with my family last night that when uh, right at the end of my career, I'm still an educator, but before I left the classroom to be an administrator, I did an, uh, my eighth grade team did an MYP unit plan, and I taught U.S. history, and, and we taught Across Five Aprils, which is a novel about the Civil War. I taught wow. the history. The English teacher taught the novel. The math teachers talked about the mechanics of the trains and yeah. the different yes. gauges. And then the science teacher taught about the science of that era, about why so many people died because of that. At the end of the school year, I had students coming to me on the very last day saying, I haven't finished my project. I haven't finished my project. <laughs> Isn't that great, but, though? But it was because they they were looking at one thing altogether. It was great. And that's what makes a, a student's transition so much, so much better. Yes. The, it's a great program, and, and uh, we'll have to have you back maybe with a couple of your students. To I'd, talk love about, uh, I'd love that. I'd love Talk about that, e- that experience. Uh, this has been Local Matters. Uh, we've been honored to have Alma Anderson, the principal at Avery Trace Middle School, with us today. Alma, thanks, and we want to get you back real soon. Thank you, Bob.